No rock stars, roadies, or groupies were harmed in the making of this broadcast. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. Giving it to you straight and no chaser. This is On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. Hey, hey guys, welcome to On the Rocks. I'm Jamie Wilson, and man, welcome to Vinyl Night. We have been um, trying to put this show together since last year. We're on our 27th episode, and I'm so glad it's finally happening. We wanted to change the format up a little bit because, you know, we've, we've been in- interviewing bands and artists, but we wanted to talk to uh, music lovers and collectors of what is um, now the most available and the best-selling physical format of music today, and that is, of course, vinyl. And we've got a group, great group of people tonight to uh, share their expertise, their skills, their passion. Um, but before that, hey, let's say thank you to our sponsors so much. Thank you so much to the Misty Mountain Cafe uh, for your premium blend coffees. Thank you so much, uh, Buenos Dias Panaderia who always, always brings me so much happiness with their delivery of Milo buns. Guys, you know, you guys got to order. This is a perfect combination. It's just a perfect combination of premium blend coffee and Milo buns in your mouth. You will just die of happiness. And, of course, thank you so much to our friends from Liquor.ph. And they've got an announcement. It's an all-American liquor sale. At uh, Liquor.ph, try out the best names in American liquor this April from our friends at Liquor.ph. Get up to 30% off when you shop for iconic bourbons like this wonderful Wild Turkey 81 that I'm holding in my hands right now. Yeah, baby, I love, I love this whiskey. And, of course, uh, you've got to have some more bottles also in bundles like Jack Daniels, Tito's Vodka, Evan Williams, and so many more. It's your last week to get these great deals only at Liquor.ph. Now, um, of course, you know, it's vinyl night, and tonight it's all about the vinyl. We've seen a resurgence of interest in vinyl in the past years, and aside from the many record stores popping up all over the place, it's also wonderful that labels, for example, like Offshore Music, have been releasing LPs of current bands. To date, they've released two Apartel albums, Interplay, a two-LP set, 45 RPM made in Japan, and two pressings of Full Flood, one mastered by Levi Seitz at Black Belt Mastering USA, and one half-speed release mastered at Abbey Road Studios. Also, they've also released um, uh, the uh, Eli Buendia and, and uh, Itchy Worms collaboration, Pariwara Lutang. So that's a 7-inch AA single on white vinyl made by in Japan. Offshore also made a big splash in the collector's world with the release of the Eraserhead's 25th anniversary limited edition vinyl of ultra-electromagnetic pop, remastered and lacquer-cut by Bernie Gundam, Grundman himself, and pressed in RTI USA. So, you know, seeing the resurgence of vinyls, we wanted to get together a group of vinyl heads who have been either collecting vinyl, selling and trading in vinyl, Or just have an overwhelming passion for vinyl. And for tonight's show, we've got some awesome guys who share their love, their knowledge, and their passion for the vinyl. So I'd like to bring on our first guest, ladies and gentlemen. He is a self-described observer of pop culture and an obscure vinyl junkie. He is also the main man and lead babysitter for his record label and its artists at Terno Recordings. He was also the prime mover for the Rave Scene Showrunner Consortium and 
Personally, I used to wither under his critical gaze, feeling like I'm being judged whenever I'd visit his record store, Groove Nation. And he now runs a record store called This Is Pop. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Toti Dalmoshan. Hello. Hi, hey, Toti. How Jamie. you doing? All right, I'm going to bring on the other guys, all right? Hang in there. For our next okay. guest, he's a broadcast journalist, <laughs> senior anchor and director for content at CNN Philippines. He is known for his late-night newscast, The Final Word. Ladies and gentlemen, an avid vinyl collector, please welcome Rico Hizon. Hey, Jimmy! How are you? Oh, he's showing off already. There you go, man. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so much, Jamie, for having me here on your hey. program. Wow. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank this you is the so first time I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm really coming out and telling everyone I'm, I've been a vinyl collector for like 30 years. That's fine. Well, 30 years. That's fantastic. All right. Um, I'm going to bring on our other two guests. Our next guest is a member of the Philippine House of Representatives from Mutinlupa's Lone District. He has been cited as an outstanding congressman and one of the most prolific legislators in our country. He is also an avid collector who is just saying he has 10 crates of vinyl right around him during this call. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Congressman Rufi Biazon. Hi, Jamie. Hi, everyone. And uh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying yes. You're busy, but thank you for uh, saying yes to share your passion for vinyl. And of course, our last guest, ladies and gentlemen, he's been part of the music scene for more than 20 years. He's associated in such bands as Eggboy, Cambio, Tarsus, The Jagos, and of course, Freddy Cab. He's a musician and a DJ who is also a crazy vinyl dude and totally fun to hang out with. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Diego Mapa. Hello, good evening. All right, Diego, how are you doing, man? Hello. Thanks for having me. Guys, thank you so much for saying yes. Um, you know, vinyl is a passion that is growing and really growing. You, some of you have been collecting for years. I personally have just started collecting because it just brings me back to a better time. I love holding it in my hands. I love smelling it when I buy it. You know, it's it's such a it's such a wonderful experience. Not to mention, after you go to you you you're going home from the record store. That was my bit bit of vinyl, man. There, you, I just feel so cool doing that. You know what I mean? I just feel so cool. But okay, so let's start from the beginning, guys. How are you guys during this pandemic? Um, how are you guys uh, coping? Are you guys okay, Jago? Let's start with you. Sorry, with me, with me. Yeah. Ah, okay naman. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, hanging in there. <laughs> uh, keeping sane, uh, busy, and uh, uh, stay, trying to stay healthy. Trying to stay healthy, yeah. I think and, I'm staying too um, Doing uh, music projects. Uh, selling records on the side. Nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. What about you, Congressman? I'm sure you've been busy. <laughs> Yeah, I've been a, a bit busy. Uh, actually, going out most of the time. And it feels like going out on patrol during the Vietnam War. That's how it is, uh, uh, public office. And uh, actually, I had a COVID scare for the family uh, one, a couple of weeks ago. Um, we had tests for the, for the whole family. And our youngest son tested positive. Then... I, I I hadn't checked uh, immediately for another test the, the following day just to double check and he came out negative. 
So iniisip ko noon, so which one is the real thing? <laughs> yung positive ba or negative? So I had to put him on isolation. But um, eventually, uh, he, he came out negative again after a week when we tested him again. So it was a, it was a false positive. So it was wow. scary. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. That's no joke. Nowadays, you know, just, just the stress. Every time, because I work as a safety officer, so every time I go out for a shoot, and I get tested. I just the most stressful time is after the swab and waiting for your result. And you're just there like praying, praying yeah. and praying. But thankfully, you know, good thing. It's good to hear that uh, your your son is uh, healthy and uh, yeah, negative. He's good. He's good. That's yes. Great. Rico, how have you been, man? Well, you know, I've been back in the Philippines now for a year. Uh, I lived overseas for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I was in DC Business News uh, in Hong Kong and, and Singapore. And then after that, uh, BBC World News for 18 years uh, in Singapore and in London. So that's how uh, I started accumulating once again uh, my vinyl collection <laughs> and my travels overseas. But coming back to the Philippines on March 10, and then right after that, wow! I mean, it was the start of the lockdown. It was really crazy. And I joined CNN Philippines uh, in uh, mid in 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 mid uh, March of last year, and uh, yeah, it's been a really challenging time uh, for many of our kababayans, just like uh, uh, everyone here uh, in this uh, podcast. You know, reporting every day the number of rising infections, moving from ECQ to uh, MECQ to GCQ, and then back to ECQ. Isn't it confusing? I mean, uh, all the different messaging and, and policies when it comes to uh, uh, this COVID-19 uh, response. So, I mean, there's always something to report on every day. And uh, that's what we do at CNN uh, Philippines. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I, I hope this uh, th- tonight will earn you a respite from um, all the those numbers and those things. That's to true. Report that's true. Get, thank goodness. Get, a different topic. Yeah, you get to share your passion for vinyl. Yes. What about you, Tati? How have you been doing? How have you been keeping sane during this pandemic? Um, well, since uh, there aren't any gigs and or concerts, as you know, I also bring in uh, bands uh, from outside. Yeah. Um, I've been concentrating more on my record shop and really ramping things up, bringing a lot of stuff in. Nice. That's, that's pretty much what, that's what makes me uh, sane. I'll be visiting you very soon uh, to take a look at your vinyl. Yes, <laughs> yes please do. Please do. I, uh, nah. I, I think, nah, nah, I think you'd, be, uh, you'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. See, if you go into Totti's shop, and I, and I went into, I would go into his old shop, um, you know, Group Nation, and I would always feel, and I had no idea what I was looking at. You know, I wasn't bit by the bug yet, but it was such a pleasure to, you know, just browse through the records. And, you know, pull it out, see see the artwork. And, you know, as I said, I love smelling the records. I don't know why. Maybe it's a fetish. I don't know if you guys do that. <laughs> but um, I want to I find out how did you guys get into vinyl? What was your first experience with vinyl that has led to this? Toti, can we start with you? Okay. Um, well, uh, back in the day, there was just really vinyl it's not even vinyl. It's a record. It's called records. Yeah, the record, yeah. It's just it's just later that it's been called vinyl for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just passed on, whatever. But um, yeah, since it was just records back then, then uh, it was only natural that I'd be attracted to it given my background. 
and um, it started at an early age, like a, like ten. Wow. So uh, when I discovered, um, well, I got into a lot of things, but uh, the normal things that one gets into when you're in grade school. But but by 10, 11, I got into punk and new wave, and then it went on from there. So until until it grew to a collection of, we were actually like talking about the numbers that we have. What's your estimated number in your collection, Scotty? Um, I don't know. It was 20, 20 years ago. So twenty years ago. So, oh, so, that sounds late, though. How, how many? How many? No, like, I mean, how many records was, you actually It was twenty k years ago. Wow. So, so the, oh my god. Maybe it's a little more. It's a little more. A little more. Yeah. You just said you're bringing in more stuff, so I'm sure there's more now. Yes, because that's precisely why I got into the record store business. It's because it's for me to be able to get my stuff for myself wholesale. And I'm, and I'm, help I'm out looking. I'm other I'm, other collectors. Yeah, I'm looking at the faces of the other guys to go on. They're like, wow, man, what would I do? I don't have space for that. Well, I don't have space. That's why That's why it's separate from, from me. That's fantastic, man. What about you, Rico? What got you into records? Uh, 1982. I was uh, in uh, second year high school. I joined a mobile uh, music group. We used to play in parties. <laughs> Assumption, Moveda, Saint Scholastica, at Corinthian Gardens, at Valle Verde Country Club, in Valle, Dasma, Forts. You know, that's how I got into it. Uh, I was not the spinner, mm-hmm. but I started collecting uh, 12-inch remix or extended uh, versions <laughs> of new wave, of new wave. Uh, what do you call these artists uh, from Aztec Camera to Pale Mountains to In Excess, um, uh, Blow Monkeys, um, General Public. That's how it started. So what I did was uh, they said, oh, Rico, we need, we need someone to supply us with the record. So I had, friend, I had a friend whose dad was a captain of Philippine Airlines. So I would give him a list of things that I needed from the U.S. And he would bring it back and I would, you know, uh, pay him and collect it and I would give it to my uh, members of um, the mobile group. We were called DISC at that time. D-I-S-Q-U-E. So that's how how it started. (laughs) And from there, it just became a love affair uh, with records. That's true for me. Records, records. not, not vinyls. And since then, I've been collecting just 12 inch well most of my collection would be 12 inch remixes like uh, for example uh, this one of Aztec Camera Deep Wide and Tall or uh, General Public uh, Tenderness uh, Dance Mixes you know just 12 inches I really get into um, into uh, into albums but of course the albums I wouldn't buy them imported I would buy them at SM at Schumart Harrison Plaza because it was very close to to my school, uh, and in high in uh, in college, or I would go to Green Hills Odyssey Records. I would buy the local ones for thirty pesos until you know inflation, you know rising prices. You know, I got it all the way to fifty pesos, sixty, seventy pesos. 
there you go. And then when I moved overseas, I sort of like stopped my collection. But because when I moved to BBC News, I would often go to uh, to London and uh, I would buy records um, in record shops and even in weekend markets. I'm not yeah. very particular about the cover, but what's important to me is just the, the record itself, the quality yeah. of the record. Yeah, the not quality the, of the disc. Just the quality of the disc. So that's how it started back in 1982. And now oh, I'm that's... back in the pandemic, pandemic <laughs> Filipinas. Wow, I've bought hundreds more. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, when the bug hits you, that's you know, it, it really know. bites, man. It really bites. It an addiction, an addiction. <laughs> you know, it's such a but it's such a beautiful addiction because at the end of the day, it's music. Yes. You know, it's music that you love. So for me, I don't know if it's a justification for me, but when I see an album, I'm like, okay, um, I can put up paying some bills. I gotta have this album. You know, I mean, that's just how it happens, right? What yeah. about you, Congressman Rufi? How did you get into it? Well, I, I got into it with uh, exposure to my mom. She loves music. Um, so when I was a kid, uh, we had this quadrosonic uh, stereo system in, in, the, in the house. Uh, more furniture than, than sound system uh, equipment. Uh, um, so she would play records. Um, so I got exposed and I, I, I helped her put on the record on, on the turntable, etc. And and then eventually my older brothers, uh, brother and sister, uh, they also got into music, so that was my exposure. But uh, when I entered in uh, entered high school, similar to the story of Rico, I also got involved in a mobile group, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was I was the DJ. I was a spinner. Oh, you were the spinner. Uh, oh. Yeah, that, that's why behind me here is a setup. Um, I finally got permission from my wife to give me a little corner of the house where I was able to set up my system. <laughs> because before that, um, my, my gear was just in boxes, in, 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 in um, flight cases. But uh, eventually she agreed um, uh, to let me have a corner. And uh, so my records now have their own shelves. The <laughs> problem is space, that's your limitation. Eh? And um, yeah, it's been it's been practically my whole life. I've I've been into music, although sometime in the mid '90s, yung collection ko ng records, vinyl, um, got destroyed by a typhoon. Because nilipad yung yung namin, and my records were in in the attic. So I very few lang yun na natira sa akin. And it was also during that time that CDs were coming into. Uh, the scene. So, imisip ko na, nawala na vinyl. I disposed of them. So, nawala na yung mga dati ko. And I went into digital eventually. Um, mm. Pati yung pang-mixing ko, I went into digital, into uh, using software. But then, nung naging available ulit ang vinyl, I started collecting again. That's why. Uh, Kaya 10 crates. Yeah, 10 crates. <laughs> 10, 10 crates, tapos may shelves. May shelves na rin. <laughs> Ellie uh, Ellie is commenting, especially on uh, Congressman Rufi and Rico's uh, comments. Mobile parties were all the rage back then. Siyempre, dapat nakakoach yan. Nakakoach yung mobile. Pamporma din, alam mo. Pamporma. If you were the DJ, wow, man. Sikat ka, man. Oh, so, Diego, what about you? So, Diego, being the youngest, I think, being the youngest here, how did you get into it? Yeah, so medyo iba yung story ako, no? Um, uh, well, nung namulat ako, um, yung parents ko, 
I was listening to their collection, which were cassettes, no? And then, um, but later on, um, in the 90s, my father started to get into records again. And then he started to buy, to collect, no? So I've been listening to his uh, records, mga mix na mga jazz, rock, ganyan. Um, and once in a while, pag nasa ukay ako, I would see something I like. I would buy only one, two, ganyan. And then, no mga, no college na ako, um, uh, siguro may baon na ako noon, ganyan, sabihin natin. At naka, taga-antipolo ako eh. So, no college na ako, nasa TAF na ako. So, nakukay na ako mag-isa, na-visit ko na yung mga, yung mga thrift, ganyan. So, on my free time, syempre, yung baon ko, pinagbibili ko ng mga, mga funk, soul, mga ganyan, no? pinapakinggan ko. Kasi, gusto ko nun dati, mga Portishead, mga, mga trip-hop, ganyan. So, I would, I would listen to them. It, it had sampling in it and Beastie Boys. So, I would, ito yung record na galing dun. So, it started from there. And then eventually, when I was out of college and working already, this is around, um, sorry, 2003 to 2005. That's when I went non-stop na and really went crazy on buying some. Itong time din to, parang pabagsak na rin yung CDs. Yeah, tama. So parang um, I was I was always collecting everything. You know? I I love I love cassettes, I love CDs, I love um, I just love to collect music. So so yun, that's when I started. So, okay, so yeah, so, so so you know, music has always been a part of our lives in one form or another. Mm-hmm. When the format started coming in, um, I remember growing up with just records and then the cassettes came in, which were far more portable. So uh, it became easier in a sense, right? I, we never, in my, at least growing up in my family, we never thought of the collectability of it. And we were not really um, particular about the quality of the music that was coming out uh, in terms of the cassette. I only noticed that when the digital format started coming out, where napapansin ko, you know, listening to... For example, the MP3s, um, sometimes the compression is too much on my ears. So, parang bakit sumasakit yung tenga ko? You know, which is kind of weird. I never experienced before in the earlier formats. But there's something about vinyl that um, has... Right now, we are, we are uh, currently building a culture of vinyl. There's so many vinyl groups. There's so many resellers. There's so many record stores. There's so many people who are appreciating and going back to this format for various reasons. But tonight, I want to find out what your reasons are on, you know, why why vinyl in particular? Why records? So um, maybe we can start out with Diego. What What is it about vinyl that you love? The format itself, maybe the physical? Share your thoughts. Well, um, I guess, I know, um, Nung nag-start ako, nag-start ako na back to my story, I was buying with my own. Wala pang mga new stores noon ulit. I mean, wala, wala na yung Baso Nova Normal. Uh, sorry, Toti, wala na noon. Nung time na yun. At uh, forced ako to, when I was uh, getting my vinyl fix, okay ako nag-dig, no? So, um, nakapag-research ako sa mga, sa mga online sites for music. Tapos, iba rin yung experience from, and yung CDs, parang, 
na outgrow ko na naubos ko na yung mga trip ko dun sa Universal Sale, di ba, dito sa may um, sa may uh, Quezon City, na max out ko na yung nabili ko na mga 20 pesos sa mga paborito ko dun na mga new titles na nag-sale, di ba? So parang nagkaroon ako ng bagong experience ng nagdidig ng ng I didn't know what I'm gonna get, no? So I was judging everything from the cover, ganun. But of course, I was um I wasn't really digging like because ah ang galing na ng tunog nito ang brilliant nitong tunog na to pag sinaksak ko mm. sa sa turntable ng AirPods ko. Actually no, I was I was um, looking for the tracks that uh yun nga was uh, funky tracks um yung and I was I was thinking about that I didn't have two turntables at that time. But also I was thinking maybe in the future if I'm gonna if I was gonna DJ I could use this one or 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 I was into making tracks, and maybe maybe I could be a DJ Shadow and sample this one day when I have the proper gear. Parang ganon eh. So I just kept them, and then um, I didn't. I my I was yung Hitachi pang yung turntable na airpods ko yung parang one brown um, wooden type silver uh-huh. um, that type, and it's not and, and it sounded good ganon. So dun ako nag-explore na minaksalt ko yun, and then eventually when I was working na I was I found the uh, two turntables na I could afford ganyan tapos um uh that's when I'm um really collecting because I wanted to play sets kasi at this time uh, I was already playing Flux and uh, I was DJing CDs um spinning and then uh, parang I was buying already yes 12 inches and disco and funk parang inisip ko na One day, maybe beat match ko to for sure on vinyl. But I'm just gonna keep it there. I'll I'll practice with the stand records, kenyan. And also, regardless na it's usable. Of course, important sa akin yung music talaga, yung tracks. Uh, dapat um, um dapat trip ko siya, no? Hindi yung mm. hindi yung dial uh Bell Coltrane siya or Miles Davis and stuff like that. Although my dad had those stuff, no. Um and I um. Actually, only now ako nare-revisit yung mga stuff niya. Ganun. Ah, okay. Ito pala yan. Parang, um, kaya pala ito masarap pagka, pagka lockdown. Masarap ito dahil parang naiwan mo lang siya and then you can clean down and listen to, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, diba, Miles leaves it, uh, Bitches Brew, parang mas enjoyable siya. Um, pero, uh, yeah, at first, I, I went to the standards, the Beatles, Zombies, ganyan yan. And then, Siyempre, na-discover na pwede ka pala umorder, ganyan. And then, and then of course, the, all these new record stores are popping out. So, um, for me, music is first. You know, parang parang yeah. not, not high fidelity. And uh, even I would buy records with scratches just because yeah. um, I love the cover. And kunyari, one track, ito lang yung kailangan ko and the rest is scratch. Parang mm. I would go for it. Tama, na, sorry, nabutan ko naman yung 50 pesos na big or 20, nabutan ko rin naman yan. Pero okay ito ah. So, yun, yung the love of music lang talaga. Yeah. So primarily, that's the reason why you, also, you know, you had these early hopes of like, you know, early dreams of being, oh, if I'm a DJ, I'm gonna park these records first, I'm gonna practice with them, and eventually I'm gonna bring them out. So it's gonna be something, you know, um, not only from your love of music, but utilitarian also. Kasi may, yeah, yeah. May, parang may plano ka eh. Yeah. So parang plan, uh, investment ko rin siya eh. Parang kasi mm. like now I, I this pandemic ito parang nagbenta ako ng mga plaka ko hindi ko ginagamit. So so kumita ko siya, kumita ako sa kanya. 
pinagbili ko ng mga bago kong trip, di ba? So, bago na yung taste ko eh. Ngayon, from before. Mm. So, I think maganda rin siyang investment. Um, yun. Cool. Alright. Thank you, Jago. Alright, uh, Congressman, let's go to you. Well, my vinyl, it's uh, primarily because of nostalgia. Um, good times, eh. It, it, it brings me back to the good times of, of the 80s, like Rico, no? Um, and, and, and my childhood, uh, during the time that uh, we were young at home and uh, uh, seeing our parents play their music. So, ano siya? Parang nandun yung nostalgia, primarily. Um, second, parang it gives me the feeling of... Um, yung performance ng artist is live, no? Uh, mm-hmm. Kasi kumbaga from 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 the sound and voice that they they make uh, performing uh, translated siya into the grooves, eh, di ba? Diretso, analog eh. So pag na-playback mo siya, I have this feeling na parang I'm listening to the performance again. It's not something that was processed through a uh, CPU, parang ganun, no? And uh, and as a DJ, may medyo yung mga tito DJ <laughs> feeling na feeling ng mga tito DJ eh mas mas ito yung simula eh yung vinyl eh no? pero actually excuse lang yun kasi hindi na hindi na namin kaya sabayan yung digital and electronic stuff <laughs> pero it's it's ganun lang talaga no for for us na yung um, got into it um, starting with the vinyl records uh, yung nostalgia talaga for me and um dalo na yung mga binibili ko I, I have a preference for yung mga ano na yung used uh, na, na records kasi again like kunyari yung isang record na nakita ko sa store um yung yung pressing niya was in the 80s for an 80s music new wave or something like that mas gusto ko yun uh, even if kunyari may lumabas na bagong press um mas gusto ko yung luma kasi again this this is a relic from my generation parang ganoon eh so it's most parang may may continuity siya if you get something that is 80s music pressed in the 80s released in the 80s it it mm-hmm. makes it a little bit more pure in a sense of how we're listening to it today this yeah. wasn't a digitally recorded album remastered for vinyl mm-hmm. you know it, it there's, a, there's a continuity that goes for yeah. it yeah, diba? that's true. That's true. Uh-oh. And then also, of course, that depends on your collection because if you're getting new bands, most of them record um, uh, digitally now, but they're remastered mm-hmm. um, back then. That's why my collection is. I try to. I try to. It's, of course, it's a very small collection compared to you guys, but it's. Uh, I try to um, get the albums that were actually recorded in analog and released mm-hmm. in analog because the, I, I I do prefer that continuity. In that sense, because this is the format that these things were recorded and you know mixed and mastered and released for, so there's a continuity that I that I do enjoy, mm-hmm. and of course the nostalgia factor is fantastic because yeah. you know it brings you back to better days, right? Yes. I see, I see, That's I see, Rick, I see Rico agreeing. Rico, how do you? Okay, so you you it's stopped like for a while and then you continued. <laughs> you, know, you know what I like about uh, I like the twelve inch. Oh, I. I it's because of the size. It's because okay. of the size. I never really collected 45s. They were too yeah. small for me. You know? <laughs> and you know what? What I really like about um, the 12-inch um, records is that you can flip them around. You know? Just flipping them around. And um, I was like uh, Congressman uh, Rufi and, and Diego. I was like a, um, like a, like a DJ pretender. 
I wanted to I wanted to spin. But that's how I got I, I, I got myself. I told my dad, Dad, can I get two turntables? I got a Sansui and a Technique. <laughs> and then you would take out the rubber and then replace it with felt. You know, the felt paper. So you could spin it, right? Oh, oh. You know what? Um, I just couldn't get into the beat, man. I just couldn't <laughs> get into the beat. I just couldn't spin. So I said, most probably... <laughs> I was frustrated. I couldn't spin like my like my friends in in high school in the disc mobile group. I said, "Okay, I'll hang up. I'll hang up. I'll, I'll, I won't. I won't try it anymore. I don't think I can do it." So I just basically just continued uh, collecting uh, vinyls. So and it, it it also looks so nice, no? When uh, you set it up in a cabinet rather than the small forty fives, so it really looks great. Plus, you know the design. The artwork of um, the front and the back cover, and what I really like about that's why I really like collecting twelve-inch uh, remixes because they have different versions. There's yeah. the Jelly Bean Benitez <laughs> mix. There is the 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 uh, the London the UK mix the US mix. I just like listening. BMC. Even though it's the same song, let's say like Aha's um, Take on Me. Mm. There's so many versions, or naked eyes, always something there to remind me. There's so many versions. If there's a Japan press, a UK press, a US, I would buy all of them. You know, <laughs> if, if it if it, if it would have a different mix. So that's really my love uh, up until today. That's what I do. I just search for 12-inch extended versions and remixes. But of course, on on the side, once in a while, because I do love uh, musical theater, like yourself, Jamie. Oh. I love to sing. So I also collect a lot of, you know, um, uh, uh, we call this uh, musical, musicals, mu- uh, musical vinyls from Miss Saigon to Les Miserables to Phantom of the Opera, like Matilda. <laughs> because I, when I travel overseas, I, I'm just so exposed to this huge, <laughs> you know, collection. No? <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. So, so Tati, what about you? I mean, I think uh, out of all of us in in, in you know in, in this show right now, you've done it all. You know, no, not not. I wouldn't say the oldest, but I think you know f- physically. I think physically, you have had more records pass through your hands and through your ears than the rest of us combined. And you've DJed. You have um, propagated. Uh, you're part of the culture um, that has. Uh, exploded these days especially but what is it about vinyl that you absolutely love that has lasted throughout these years um it's 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 really for me it's really the me- the medium that i enjoy the most um initially of course when i was in grade school i can only afford well not even I didn't even buy it, but it was just cassettes, right? Um, but then once I got hold of uh, an imported vinyl, uh, I, I, I did buy local stuff as well f- from SM and all that. But <laughs> by grade five or six, um, we went to Hong Kong, and then I got hold of my first few imported records, and that's really... I think that's when it it happened for me. Plus the fact that my aunt used to send me from from London uh, records from there from there as well. So and I think 
what makes it special is really, I think the others have mentioned it, it's, is that, um, you know, it's, it's the cover, the artwork, the smell, um, and the sound, you know, I mean, I know it's cliche, but it, it really is warm, warmer. Yeah. And, um, there's just something to it. I mean, the, the sound of the needle dropping on the record itself. Um, I mean, I, I make as much as possible. I make sure that my records are clean and no pops or ticks, but I don't even mind those things uh, because it's part of the, the experience. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, from, from way back. In, in fact, I didn't mention that, that I did uh, spin initially uh, with a mobile group as well in when I was first year <laughs> high school um, and just like how they started um, and I was the, the only one who the purchaser I, <laughs> <laughs> I was the purchaser and the DJ as well so um, <laughs> so you can imagine it's that um, the thirst for wanting more you know um, for the mobile, for myself, and it's it's all it's also a competition in in a way. Back then, it is it is, I think it is still up to now, but it's a friendly competition. But I think it's what what makes you, you know, in, an individual in what you collect and what you listen to. So there are obviously there are certain stuff that we all listen to. I mean, you know, if we're all in a certain age or or era then yes we come across certain artists that we all like but but as as an individual you you have your own preferences as well and that's what i have built or developed through the years i think that's a great thing to to touch on because your your collection i mean um it's like essentially your taste in music it represents your taste in music and your taste in music uh, represents who you are it represents who you are um, yes. What you listen to, what you love, mm-hmm. what you collect, what you can't let go of, what you hunt for perpetually, and also there's that that idea of you know when you when you go to a party and it's a listening party, the batapos may bit bit yung records mo. There's always that factor na para you have to listen to this. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's always that as well. But it's also but you know in any format that that's that's very present also because. We all have very diverse tastes in music, and it's also um, a point of individuality. We have a comment here from my wife, actually, who's watching now, and it's actually her collection. She wants me to say that it's her collection of vinyl. I just assist her in curating, and you know, it's a very good um, uh, gift to give during anniversaries. But basically, she fell in love with vinyl because... Uh, she says, I don't just hear the room it was recorded in, especially with older records. It's like I can feel the air in that room on my skin. <laughs> and that's a great that's a great description. Like yeah. when you Toti, when you're talking about like, you know, the pops, you know, when you when you hear the needle drop, it adds to the entire experience. And of course, you know, you, you, with with the cassette era and the CD era, it just became very, very easy mm-hmm. to just pop it in and play it, especially mm-hmm. at parties. But with, with records, you know, I didn't grow up in that era. I grew up in the cassette era. Era. My collections were primarily cassettes. I had to learn how not to be too drunk before you drop the needle. Because, <laughs> di ba, parang, ay, jahe, nag-fall start ako, di ba? And, you know, you're at a party and all that. So there, there's, a, there's a certain skill 
and it's a ritual of taking out the the record from the case and all that and there's a now that whole culture mm-hmm. is taking off and Tanti, i'd like to direct this question to you in terms of um the the record culture now exploding what kind of people do you get in your stores <laughs> the titos and the titas <laughs> <laughs> no um, man, I mean, look, Jago's not a tito. <laughs> we have those as well. <laughs> we we do have them coming in as well, but um, at my shop, it's really a lot of young young people um, who are the minority, I think, in the Philippines or at least in Manila. Uh, I said they're more the more adventurous ones who who also um, happen to to listen to what I suggest to them, and then they on their own have their you know their own uh, uh, taste uh, as far as you know what they see in the store, and it's you know they 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 sort of uh, have this this uh, sort of family. Th- family tree going on like uh, I like this because this is this 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 came from this label and then things like that and then also the store I think speaks for itself it's uh, it's a store it's a shop that's a bit on the special specialty side it's a special yeah. specialized um, uh, specialty store um, hold on my, my laptop's gonna die um, because I specialize in in a lot of uh, post punk and new wave, and so Rico, you will enjoy the store. But yeah, you <laughs> wave, you wave. Yeah, so, uh, in, in new wave, but... uh, just brand new, brand new uh, sealed um, uh, vinyls, or also pre-loved and used. Yes, pre-loved and and uh, new ones. Also from these artists that you like. Oh, wow. so you might expect that you know, some art, some <laughs> someone from the eighties, someone from the eighties might be uh, uh, is probably you know not doing anything, but you would be surprised that there was a that there was a release uh, like a de- or demo album or uh, a lost um, yes, you know or a special copy. anniversary, yeah. It, it's those things, but um, yeah. But anyway, going back to the specialty, it's uh, uh, yeah. It, it it my story is more on the indie and uh, mm. uh, electronic avant garde um, stuff. So it's a it's a mixed bag, but it's all mm. not so mainstream. In fact, not really mainstream. I don't sell, <laughs> you know, I don't sell. Uh, um, Taylor, yeah, I don't even know the, the names of the top forty acts, but uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I understand yeah. the, the pop side, but yeah. Yeah. it's not something that I would sell. So, so basically, your your store, your store is so a there. testament to your 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 tastes and the people that you attract. You can actually. I mean, I love that because it brings back the old school neighborhood feel, the word of mouth feel about you know sharing music. Um, now in, in the digital age, yeah. it's so easy to share a song. You know, you post a link on Spotify. Um, 
but my my thing is how do you discover new music and i always go by a person's recommendation because that's how i discovered music para you have to listen to this para i think type mo to and i think toti you um you have been a you know a, a yoda for us you know because um basically pointing us in the direction of where to go if you like this i can introduce you to this if you like this these guys also did this now rico rico looks like he's ready to go to your shop right now uh, well, i'm canceling my news program tomorrow uh i'm gonna stay in uh, his shop all day <laughs> Well, fantastic! You know that that's that's what's nice about you know the the whole experience of going into a physical, a physical space, and yeah. looking to the physical albums. There's something about it that, I, I guess, it's also empowering, because you have a a a tactile experience of going. Yes. Mm, okay, but you know you open you you open it you you look at well you don't open it but if it's if it's a gatefold you look at the the artwork and all that if it if it jumps out at you. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast but just couldn't get your shit together? Well, guys, look no further because there's this great app called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast on your computer or straight from your phone. All the creation tools you need in one place, plus an idiot-proof interface, makes it a one-stop shop. It's never been easier to create, publish, and distribute whatever your dirty minds want to say. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Smooth like butter, baby. It's a much better format in its introduction to you because the artwork's bigger. Eh. Yung CDs, yung cassettes, talagang for, mm-hmm. for me, word of mouth, kasi aliit. Aliit. Eh. You know? Yung mga 45s, no? yung mga 7-inch. What more, oh, what more digital? Yeah, digital, there's nothing. I mean, basically, you know, you're listening to their music and then you have to Google them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's no, there's no real assurance unless, for me, in my case, how I discover music is recommendations from people that I, I admire, I respect, I, uh, I, uh, I play with in a band. You know, it's like, Jamie, you have to listen to this. I think, I think this will be, you know, right up your alley. And it's always a personal connection. That's why I love the idea of the record store. Whenever I go into, you know, the, the weekend markets, the Salcedo market, the Legacy mm. market, I always pass by there. And inevitably, you know, I, I don't pass by when I know I have very, very little budget. Um, but inevitably, I'm still drawn into it. And, you know, nine out of ten times, I'm going to find something I love. And I'm going to take it home with me. Simply because it's important to have. It, like Toti yeah. says, it defines you who you are. Your tastes define who you are. And this is a physical representation. But the culture now, the culture now, it's funny that uh, Toti says, you know, you have, he has a younger generation coming yeah. in. Um, and discovering what you, like, for example, Rico, have known, um, you know, because you grew up with you grew up with this format, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have a community, fellow lovers of vinyl that you, you know, I mean, pre-pandemic, basically, but you know, uh, like that you that you share your collection with, or do you have listening parties? You no, know, even even before. Well, well, you came back as a pandemic, nay. Yes, you that's know? right. No, no, because. Any friends who share your love? Do I have friends who share my love? No. Wow. I think it's me who, who, who loves these uh, records. I just buy what I want to buy and what is available in the market, and I just uh, listen to them. 
I mean, even my wife doesn't listen to my uh, to my vinyls. It's just me who listens uh, to all of my records. So um, you know, I'm so thankful to also to my wife that uh, she has also given me just like uh, Rufi here a, a space where we could put <laughs> our little toys and uh, little hobbies, <laughs> even <laughs> though it fills up rooms. <laughs> So, no, I, I don't have any uh, listening partner. It's just basically me. So, Rico, being on this show, <laughs> being on this show, and once you get into Totti's shop, Totti is going to guide you into all the groups, all the communities. He was, he's basically going to be your new friend. I will be your new friend, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Totti, I'm not kidding, man. The way Rico looks now, he wants to go to your shop like right now, but it's curfew. You can't, you can't go out of the house yet. No, but you know what? I have an IATF pass. Uh, <laughs> I can get to, uh, checkpoints. We're only open on weekends, but I will open the shop. <laughs> I will open the shop for you tomorrow. If yeah, unfortunately, you know, I've gotten stuck in the 80s. So I just really, I always tell friends if you have anything that's, that's not 80s, a problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm there. I'm there for real life. Well, yeah, the, of course, everybody wants to collect uh, Siona Dancing's More to Lose. I have the three, I have the seven inch, but I don't have the 12 inch. And I, I know it's an arm and a leg. I'm not sure if everybody knows about Siona Dancing's More to Lose. But it became popular in the 80s when it was uh, introduced by uh, RT. 99.5 RT. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a hit whatsoever yeah, a different in the UK. But here, it was a massive hit, and it's selling for uh, like for like twenty to twenty-five thousand just for the twelve-inch single. Wow, that's a lot yeah. of money, man. That's, that's a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. That's I so funny about Shona dancing. I've been hearing about Shona dancing, and I had no idea what it was. And apparently, it's on a lot of people, the like collectors, like it's their yes, holy it's grail. It. Yes, and then the I have grail. to I have to Google it because I'm not even sure if I'm gonna like the song. Much less chill out twenty five grand for it, you know. I guess that's the basis of it. The lead singer is now the star of The Office. Yeah, see Ricky Gervais. Yes, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. And even Ricky Gervais doesn't even want to even want to talk about um, Shiona dancing because it was a flop. It doesn't flop except here. Except here. <laughs> here, yeah. That's it's only a it's a Filipino thing. And it's primarily like it's apparently it's a really big thing if it's going for that much money, and it wasn't even a hit. It didn't even break the Billboard Top 100. It's such a it's a specialty of a specialty that's ex- exclusive to just us. So I suppose yeah. that increases its rarity and its value because it's just us who apparently yeah. who are crazy for it. Um, what about you, Congressman Rufi? Do you have do you have <laughs> anybody that shares your vinyl passion? Um, yeah, uh, I have a friend, my high school buddy. We're, we're still in touch now. So uh, we basically shared a passion for music. And uh, before the pandemic, I, 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 we had a, a bar, a resta- restaurant bar. And uh, we had vinyl night. Uh, so, so we, even though during weekdays there weren't much people going, we still played the music because we, we wanted to play the music. So... <laughs> Um, but the pandemic hit and <laughs> we had to close it down. So I, I hope that uh, in better times we can still do it again. Um, 
but but for now, I just enjoy it on a personal level. So well, that's it. I, I I have hope that eventually, you know, when we get a grip on this pandemic and things open up again. I mean, as a as a as an artist and a performer myself, with zero shows happening because all my shows got shut down, I'm actually expecting a uh, a renaissance of the arts. Because if you coop up all these artists and all these passionate people and all these people who are dying to go out and listening to music and dance yeah, yeah. and get together and enjoy a drink or two while listening to good music, we're going to, be an ex- we're going to experience a renaissance in, in the era that's post-pandemic where all of yeah. us are going to be going out. And you know, it, it's funny that now um, when you're sharing with your friends – and you can create it on a uh, it's an intimate it's an intimate level of sharing mm. but when you when you up it up to a bigger scale like when you open a record store or you open a bar to share your collection that mm. is the best way i think um yeah. in terms of a bigger scale of sharing your taste what you like that defines who you are and i love that angle of it um yeah. what about you jego yes i'm sure you belong to communities pare Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have friends that we talk about vinyl all the time and um, um, they post their records on Instagram and Facebook and um, we really talk daily, non-stop, share about records <laughs> and vinyl. Um, yeah, yes. And um, especially before the pandemic, I used to DJ a lot and a lot of vinyl nights also. And um, it's nonstop with them. I mean, with all the the your peers when you're playing with them. So when you when spot you're playing with the, fellow when you're playing with fellow DJs, do you share your records? Like, um, can I borrow your? No, can I play it right now? Like that? Oh, you mga ganon. May may protocol ba yon? Hindi, pwede naman kung papayagan ka. <laughs> I mean, oh, nakita ko mayroon kang ganyan, pwede ko mapatutukin yun ngayon. So, I feel lousy, I guess. At siguro, hindi naman siya isa scratch ng malupit, di ba? <laughs> but, but, kunyari, but, but, but if, if ever I'm coming after, or kunyari, you're in a DJ night, and then a popular scratch DJ comes in, kunyari, DJ Qbert or whatever, if he wants to scratch your records, of course you'll let him, even though you're the your most expensive one in your collection. So <laughs> I would probably let him do it. So um, I, if somebody wanted to play my record, yeah, sure, I would borrow it. Yeah, as long as he returns it, right? As long as he returns it, <laughs> I know where you live, man. Hindi mo na alam kung sa napatong mo yung isang plaka, di ba? Minsan nauwi nila, tapos tatawagan mo siya the next day, tapos, uwi, nandyan pa ba yung, nandyan ba yung ano ko, ganito, ganito, ganyan. So, minsan nasa kanila. <laughs> minsan. <laughs> minsan. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, even as a, as a, as a community, um, within the community, as DJs, I mean, you guys use this during your sets. It's like, you know, um, I know a lot of musicians, uh, like for example, a guitar player, hindi lang basta-basta magpapahiramin ng gitara niya. Mm. Eh, ganun din yung level ng mga plaka niyo eh. 
diba? <laughs> but it's nice to know that there are there are communities that uh, the DJ, at least the DJ community at least kung kilala mo or at least kilala alam mong hindi niya isa-scratch ng todo na magpapahiram ka din and I think that's fantastic because again it goes into the spirit of sharing um, I just want to do a shout out Boyet Seasons in the house he's on the comment section he's saying hello to everybody Papa B hello, how are you? Going back naman to show na dancing, nag-comment si Mike Dukusin. Um, si Juno Obanda just sold his copy. Oy, you know? 13K! 13K. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure Juno knowing because Juno's been raising funds. We've been raising funds for Juno's family's medical expenses. Juno, and I'm sure... Kung meron kang kilalang sure, iba, ayan, 13K. Oh, ayan, ayan nagahanap. <laughs> there we go, There we go. But we you know, that, Jamie, talking about oh. you know your 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 personal uh, vinyls, right? Mm. I think you, what you have to do is you have to um, have uh, Roby stickers made saying Diego Mapa Collection, Rufi Diazon Collection, Rico <laughs> Collection. I mean, hindi diba? Even though you lend out uh, your your records to to friends or to uh, friends of friends. It will eventually come back to you because they know it is your record. Oh, true. But then, <laughs> okay. So, but if you put sticker, it, don't forget. But but if you put it on your albums, you know, and you put it on the cover, does that you know devalue it? You know, yes. in that sense. Oh uh, yeah, it so, does. But if you if you're not selling them, I I I don't think true. like me. I don't sell any of my records. I just accumulate. So I'm not selling any of them. So I, I can just put, I can just put <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> May magandang tanong dito si uh, Pablo Toledo. Um, do you go for the best of or the album itself uh, of an artist or a band? Oh, maganda. Well, you know, Rico goes for the you know the twelve inch, you know, other the remixes or the versions. But you know, as a casual collector, um, who'd like to take this? Uh, who'd like to take this question? When I'm the best of all, go, go, Jago, go. Um, yeah, why not? Because ano, it's a good start to, kunyari, um, it's a good start para hindi ka mag-spend much, di ba? So, parang mm. gateway yung best of to, yes. to a bigger, mali mo, eh, after itong best of, mag-flip ka na dun sa artist. And uh, it's a cheap way to, to educate yourself muna, di ba? Mm. Parang, you can't buy all the Pink Floyds all at once, right? So, yeah. so, or actually, nor nor would nor I late, actually late, with late with all the, the Pink Floyd. Start also Roxy music, na best of them. Or so, with the with the with the Pink Floyd, specifically for the Pink Floyd, there are a lot of albums of theirs that I would not buy because I just can't listen to them. You know, the listenability. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not going to buy Uma Guma or Atom Heart Mother because they're just way too far out. <laughs> but dark side of the moon, okay, game, diba? Yeah. You know, that 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 is always a, a go-to album in that sense. So if you're going to look if you're looking into a discovering an artist, the best of is always a great introduction. Mm-hmm. So you have an idea of their sound, their songs, and then you know you can do it's easier to do research now. Um, because then you can see, okay, you, if you like a certain song by an artist, you can Google what album did that come from. And then you can see how strong that album is. Uh, and that leads you to discovering or going into a deep dive of the artist themselves. So, magandayan. Thank you, thank you, Jago, for that, because it's a great introduction. Um, although for records, although for records, madali naman mag-audition ngayon kasi may Spotify. 
So mag-audition ka lang doon kasi puto, mahal eh. Mahal. You know, I tried to personally stay away from best ofs in the vinyl because I have, you know, in my collection, and we're going to talk about collections next, huh? guys. In my collection, I try, I'm trying to uh, amass a collection of the iconic rock albums because I'm a rock guy. So the iconic mm-hmm. rock albums. So, you know, in, in this sense, I have, you know, my only show and tell for tonight, of course, is I'm going to start out with this album, which is, of course, going back to Pink Floyd. This is Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. And we got this, you know, uh, my wife My wife decided she wants to collect. You know, we were in um, a uh, flea market in Paris mm-hmm. when, she, when we bumped into an entire section that is just the records. It was the size of a football field. Imagine a changge, but the size <laughs> of a football field. And all these record stores were just there selling their wares, right? Parang parang Salcedo Market on steroids. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a record fair. But then no, but then it, it's funny because it was a it was a huge um huge flea market, and you know they had sections for ito, dito clothes, dito jackets, dito head shops, dito hardware, dito records. So when we mm-hmm. bumped into that, and we figured out that um, rock and roll records particularly American rock records in Paris are, are quite cheap because they're a jazz country. So if you wanted to buy Miles Davis, that was 20 euros and up. But you mga rock, like we got this Pink Floyd for something like, you know, eight to nine euros. And that's a, for me, that's a, that's a steal. It even has the posters of Pink Floyd inside. But going into your collection, let's go into a more personalized taste. Like we know, we know Rico collects the 80s. He's very adamant about that and the 12 inches, right? <laughs> But if you can define your collection by, by you know, um, a genre, or what 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 exactly is your taste, what would that be? So, Congressman, let's start with you. Well, um, well, mine is eclectic. Um, majority are eighties, um, new wave and jazz, but I also buy uh, records. Um, like uh, really old music, um, something from the 50s and 60s. And, and I even have um, uh, um, Ilocano records. Um, wow. So it's, it's going back to my, my parents' lineage, their Ilocanos. So when I, when I saw an Ilocano record one time, I bought it. And um, it, it depends really on the mood when, I, when I'm browsing, uh, when I'm digging, and I see yung music na nagustuhan ko lang talaga siya. So, pero majority talaga is 80s, um, um, the new wave and the jazz. Um, pero kung ano, kung ano maging, maging, maging trip eh, on, 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 on uh, a shopping spree na naghahanap ng vinyl, mm-hmm. yun, kukunin ko yan. Basta nabigla ko nagustuhan. That's how I buy. O impulse talaga. <laughs> It depends naman on how you're man, feeling. Uh, Rufio, pakita naman ng some of your uh, re- records. Oh, okay. So okay, let's let's go in. Let's <laughs> go into this now. Let's go into this now. We've been eagerly awaiting. Nagpakita na ako ng record eh. So okay, sige. Let's go into this now. So we're going to go into your top 3. All right? Top 3 records that you can actually show us. Totti has actually expressed like pa- slight panic because over 20,000 records. He's like, "How am I going to show my top three, but you know what? It all depends. I mean, each each record that you get has a story behind it, you know. So I, I, it's uh, it's the stories that we're after, and why this is valuable to you, and why this is meaningful to you. So, Congressman, let's start with you. Ah, okay, start oh. with me. Top three. Um, 
Kita South Pacific. South Pacific. Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> well, bakit? Una, this is an old record. Uh, this one. This one is an old old, old record. Um, I was named after the actor, Rosano ah. Brazzi. And then my parents um, loved listening to this and eventually uh, it got passed on to me. Napanood ko yung movie then. Hindi ko napanood ang play, pero napanood ko yung movie. And I really loved it. Uh, again, uh, good memories. Uh, Congressman, and, if, I can, just, if yes. I can just add, uh, in terms of South Pacific, kung napanood mo yung play, you would have seen me as a child kasi may dalawang bata sa play. Eh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that, that sing, uh, Di Temwa, Porqua. That yeah. was me and my sister, Monique. For, for the Repertory Philippines production of South Pacific in Meralco Theater. Wow. Uh, so in, that, the 19, I, that, in the 19? Oh my God, that's in the 80s, man. That's in the 82, 83? Yeah. So, nadagdagan na ng value to kasi may connect na sa'yo. Eh. Yeah. I can, I can totally relate with that LP. What's your next? What's your and next one? This one is uh, Stanley Clark. Specifically, ang gusto ko dito yung um, uh, Together together again. And ito kasi medyo memorable kasi if you can see, medyo worn out siya. Part ito ng collection ko na binagyo. So, it, ah. isa to do sa mga nag-survive. Uh, so, medyo may value sa akin siya. Sentimental. Masyado akong sentimental. Eh. And uh, finally, combined itong dalawa. Mm. Oh, you two yeah. were and... Modern English. Modern, modern English. English. Yeah. Oh, modern Kaya English. naman naging significant sa akin to because these were the first... These, these two songs was the, were the songs that I learned how to beat match. Yeah. Ah. The, the, the song that I used was um, <laughs> New Year's Day and um, Hands Across the Sea. Pinag-beat match ko siya. Ah, and nice. di, di, at dito ako natuto sa dalawang songs na to. And uh, final trivia there. Natuto ako mag-beat match ng walang pitch control. Yun. It, it was just the fingers na kinakontrol ko yung pitch niya, yung speed niya. Uh, ang ginawa ko pa doon, kinuha ko yung... My, my, my mom had a, a quadrosonic uh, in the living room and a small player in her room. Ginawa ko, dinisassemble ko yung turntable from the one in her room. I brought it doon sa quadrosonic, I opened it up. One turntable, kinabit ko sa uh, left channel, the other one in the right channel. Tapos yung balance, yun ang ginawa kong cross-fader. Nagano'n ako natuto mag-mix, mag-beat match with those two songs. Kaya memorable yan. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Thank you, Congressman. Oh, Thank Jago, you. let's go to you. Yes. Um, top three, ah. Konti naman, Jamie. <laughs> eh, when I started collecting, siyempre, uh, hinanap ko muna yung Beach Boys Pet Songs. Yun. Although, this is not the, as you can see, iba yung cover na. Dig ko lang to sa Kamuning. Eh. Actually, 500 pesos, I remember. So, yeah. That's that's an iconic album, Pari. That's an album I'm and, still looking for. That's on my list. And then, when I discovered that uh, you could buy new stuff, uh, I got the Moon Safari. Kasi, uh, well, nung lumabas tong album, CD pa lang ako. Tapos, um, 
nung finally nanap ko na yung ano, okay to, from start to end. Eh. So, I, I think yeah. must have to for those who are starting to collect. Actually, maganda tong start. Maganda yan. I love, I love, love that album. And those, uh, actually, marami akong gustong tending in ang dako, pero ito, I can't get enough of Kakso this album. Kakso Twins. Yun, Kakso Twins. You wave. Actually, ito yung favorite ko ang Kakso Twins. So, alam ko, marami iba, but ito yung favorite ko. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Sure. Oh, we have we have we have time pa. We have time pa. And let's add two kasi si Congressman nag-cheat na eh. Um, <laughs> following the rules. Eh. Pero okay lang. I mean, like look at it. we're all eagerly like awaiting also, the, no, the LP Valentine. Ito favorite ko nito nung um uh favorite ko sa CD so when I found this uh, uh must have din to if you're a shoegaze fan of course. So <laughs> Actually, there's a reissue now. Uh, this is one of the, I guess, earlier reissues. Nice. And, um, and then, my first digs ko, uh, syempre, nung, um, after you've seen Pulp Fiction and Jungle Boogie, um, nung nanap ko to sa Wukai, uh, sobrang panalo, uh, from start to end, uh, essential tong uh, wild and peaceful, cool in the gang. Yeah. Nice. So, straight up party to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you can play the start and, uh, and sampled by a lot. So, yeah. Okay, I have to get, I have to get that on my list as well. You know, it's nice because when you see other people's collections, you know, you, um, you actually remember what you want to look for also. <laughs> you know, in that sense. Oh, nag 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 message yung offshore music. Kahit daw five more, tuloy natin yung top ten. <laughs> Babalik tayo sa yung congressman. O tuloy natin yung top ten. Yeah. Oh. oh, Diego, tuloy mo yun. We're, we're, we're with you. So let's 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 go to your next five. Fifty, eh? Dalakos fifty. Tuloy mo lang Diego. Tuloy, tuloy. Okay, let's with cool in the gang. Oh, this one is. So actually, this is his last album before he died. No, he made this in his deathbed in the hospital. Wow. So, um, uh, basa essential to for beat makers, yeah. And uh, more about sampling. Ito at the avalanches. This mm-hmm. is uh, since I left you. There's they are uh, also a sampling band, and um. Amazing sampling work on this one. So, um, actually, there's a reissue now. So, um, you should check it out if you don't know the avalanches. Seven. I'm, I'm actually taking notes now. Flaming Lips. Ito. Uh, oh. Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Ito yata yung favorite. Well, dalawa yung favorite ko. Yung Soft Bulletin, tsaka ito. Actually, this is on a... This is a red vinyl. A red um, vinyl. Oh, oh that's so nice. So, as in, ano, meron akong CDR nito and finally, uh, syempre, in-upgrade ko. Eight? That's eight? Okay. Um, eto, okay, okay. Uh, Future Listening, Toa Te. Uh, yes. one of the albums na uh, electronic albums that I dug in uh, sa CD. And, uh, Maybe one of my early imports. So, si Toti, may bagong album na ito. Yun, sabihin ko pa lang, 
Oo nga, oo nga, nakita ko yung post mo. Pero ang galing nito, ganda, Technova, um, ito yung gateway ko to, ano, to, to Watinga. And of course, you should just listen to D-Light, which is part of, mm. he's, yes. he's part of D-Light, right? Yeah. So, nine, no? Binibilan talaga eh. Oo nga, may countdown eh. Well, ito, pandemic find ko to. So, binili ko to sa Facebook. So, yung singles ng The Fall. Actually, meron din ako netong CDR lang na binurn ko sa kabanda ko. And I know you should have the other albums. Pero, like best songs that you said you did like, this is a good start for The Fall. So, um, I think uh, okay siyang investment kasi daming The Fall eh. So, hindi mo alam siya. So, actually, ito, bili mo to sa DJ set. Sobrang may fall fan play mo na to wag mo iwanan mo na i guess okay na siya <laughs> so so ito yun um a pandemic find okay thank you thank you thank you that's for that's fantastic that's <laughs> fantastic thank you jago oh congressman let's go back to you let's go back to you <laughs> go, go back to me ito um i'm sure magustuhan ni rico ito ay nako the fish mode <laughs> Live version ng two-minute warning. Oh my <laughs> ito talaga yung... Uh, nung nakita ko ito, hindi ko na pinakawalan. Because really hard to find yung uh, live version. Because that's oh. the version that's got, that was played during the parties. <laughs> ah, pang-formal. Ito naman, galing sa parents ko rin. From way back, nung bata pa kami. Ari Pilaponte. Ito yung pinapahingan namin sa kanyang quadrosonic. Kaya, ano sa akin to? Memorable yan, yes. This was the first jazz album na binili ko noong 80s. MFSB. Stanley. Oh, old, old San Juan. Oh, Nandito yeah. pa yung price tag niya sa Anson, 26 pesos. <laughs> Anson. Nako. Oh, uh, Diego, nagsabi si Ellie, great top 10 daw. Ganda ng oh, top 10 mo, Diego. Sabi ni Ellie. I'm sure Ellie's also taking down notes eh. Driving lahat din yan eh. Ayaw lang niya mag-guest eh. <laughs> Nag-guess na naman ako, dalawang beses na. <laughs> Eli, kamusta ka dyan? Ito, ito representative nung, uh, kung, kung nung 80s, uh, meron akong uh, New Order, Depeche Mode, uh, The Smiths. Y- yun, ang, yun ang ano ko talaga. During this time, contemporary na ngayon, Coldplay. Yeah. Sila yung aking sila yung aking uh, uh, Depeche Mode, The Smiths and New Order ko. So during during these times ito na. Um, and I also like collecting ano um, soundtrack uh, uh, records. And lalo na ito, this is Mike Post kasi mga team songs ng uh, mga TV series before. Lalo na ang favorite ko dito yung Hill Street Blues and the uh, Greatest American oh, yeah. Hero. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yan panahon natin yan. Greatest American Hero every Saturday natin. Every Saturday yon eh. Tapos yung Hill Street Blues every 7:30 I think on Wednesdays yung Hill Street Blues if I'm not mistaken. So nostalgia talaga. And and this one sabi nila din nag-disband na. Um of course, uh Daft Punk. Yeah. This is a record ng one more time. And um Finally, 
Uh, medyo cliche din siya. China crisis. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Pero again, no, um, kung ano yung experience ko noon na uh, yun ang binabalik nito. Yeah, so it's about it. your taste and it's about the great, you know, that's what I love about playing like the, you know, if you're in a nostalgia trip, um, when I start, I grew up listening to Frank Sinatra, Bill Eckstein, Sarah Vaughan, because that's what my dad's music. And now, you know, I never liked it. I was just tasked to, you know, play the music because he could not uh, deal with the technology. So, ako yung taga-play niya, tapos taga-flip, tapos taga-play ulit. You know, and it's only now that I'm appreciating it because when I rediscovered my father's music, it brings me back to the time where I would be spending afternoons with my dad listening to a record. But as a, as a kid, like as a hyperactive 10-year-old kid, I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be somewhere else, you know, either bicycling or drawing or, you know, going outside and playing with my friends. But now I really appreciate it because it brings back great memories of times, you know, not only simpler times, but times with your loved ones that that I wish that I had paid more attention, you know what I mean, back in the day. But I'm just glad that it's uh, it's taking on now in terms of my father's music taste. So I'm I'm glad for that. Music is a is a great equalizer in that sense because it can bring you back in time. Rico, let's go to you. Ako, ako. Oh, top ten tayo, top ano ten. Siyempre, we're, we're giving we're giving Toti time because Toti has oh, twenty thousand titles. Twenty thousand titles to think of. Eh. You know? 20,000 divided by 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, let me start off with, uh, I don't know, I just really like uh, British uh, New Wave bands. It's most probably of the, uh, the, the British accent. Uh, it, it, it's uh, such a beautiful way of speaking the English language. <laughs> so, uh, here's uh, one. Uh, it's called Lotus Eaters. Yes. There's <laughs> mm. a uh, first picture of you. First picture One of my favorites. I love this. I love this group. And they also sang uh, German, German Girl. Girl. German, 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 German Girl. Yeah. So yeah. one of my um, one of my best uh, 12 inch uh, uh, records. And then Catch Me I'm Falling. Of <laughs> course. Talaga, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it, no? It's between 1983 to 1987. All of these, uh, all of these artists. Very specific, oh. Very specific. Uh, and then uh, this is one song that I really like from uh, the Human League, uh, Mirror Man. Yeah, Here comes the mirror man. <laughs> oh, the comment yung offshore. Dapat palaka required kantahen yung plaka sa top ten. <laughs> The Mirror Man. I mean, they have other songs like The Lebanon. What was another? Luis. Uh, Luis. Um, I have also those uh, 12-inch singles. But Mirror Man is uh, my favorite. Nice. nice. And then another uh, group is uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Come on, yeah. I. You know, when I went to, to London about two years ago before I left uh, the BBC. I, I went, I thought that uh, Dexys Midnight Runners just had an album, but well, I found out that their hit song "Come On Eileen" had a uh, had a twelve inch uh, release. So I was lucky to get one of these in London. And of course, just like uh, Rufi there, Congressman Rufi, uh, 
uh, you have um, modern English. Uh, my favorite is uh, I Melt With You. Melt with I, you. Remember, I bought this in 1983, 1984. <laughs> wow. You know? uh, for, the, uh, for the mobile group. So <laughs> it's still intact. I got it from where? Where did I get it? Tower Records. Yeah, Tower <laughs> Records. There you go. So I Melt With You. Uh, and then, uh, of course, one of uh, Rufy's uh, favorites as well, uh, The Smiths. The Smiths. Yeah. The Smiths, uh, I like this song. Uh, this, char- this char- charming man. Of course, <laughs> of course. I go to record bars now. I take a look at these singles, which I bought for maybe like two to three pounds. They're now worth like 2,000 pesos. Wow. <laughs> They're so expensive. Even the, the pre-loved. Even the yeah. pre-love finals, Toti. Um, no, it's actually, that's, that's uh, cheap if it's 2000. Back in 1980s, 1988, that was yeah. uh, $100. $100 wow. for the heat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if there's a... They've been reissued, obviously, so yes, that's probably they have why. been reissued. Uh, yes, I've seen the reissued. original 12s are, are expensive. Uh, very expensive. And then, of course, I have this uh, Japan press. I also go to uh, I also go to Tokyo and Osaka to for my vinyl shopping. So this is a Japan press of Aha and uh, the Sun Always Shines on TV. Take on me. Guys, it's never been easier to make a podcast. All you got to do is look for a great app called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast on your computer or straight from your phone. All the creation tools you need in one place, plus an idiot-proof interface. Man, you can create, publish, and distribute whatever you want to say. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Smooth like butter, baby. So there are several mm-hmm. versions here of the sun. Uh, the sun always shines on TV. There you go. My <laughs> uh, my comment, Tayo, from uh, oh. Chito Miranda, since it's on you, Rico. Uh, he's actually talking to Ellie. So yung mga tawag namin sa mga inaarkila ng lights and sound system, eh, rent tayo ng mobile, pare. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that used to be the life of the party. You know, you if you have a if you have a good mobile. Yes. You know, supplier with a good DJ. Man, that, that just made your party. That's true. Uh, rain lights, right? Rain lights oh. and lights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one experience that we had at Corinthian Gardens, I think we were uh, in third year high school, no? I mean, wow, we set it up. It was an assumption party. And then sumabog yung rain lights namin tsaka yung flood lights. Oh my God. <laughs> yun na yun. Tapos yung speakers yun namin sa mamok, nakakahiya. Ayan, sabi ng offshore music, oh, ibalik na ang mobile. Ibalik na mobile. <laughs> o kailangan lahat tayo mag- magpabakuna oh, na, hindi ba? Para mag-ibalik. Yes, yes. Once we get vaccinated and we're free of this pandemic, babalik yan. Babalik tayo. tayo any lahat, any, lahat, any lahat, excuse lahat. to throw a party where people can get together, have drinks, and dance, I'm there. Yes. And of oy, course, that's the I'm not sure what number this is. I think this is number six. A Swing Out Sister, of course, uh, Breakout. And I'm sure you watched their concert when they were here way back in the 80s. They were supposed to be here last year. I already had the ticket. I already had the ticket. Unfortunately, it was canceled. It was supposed to be April of last year. But I watched them, I remember, at the um, 
I'm not sure if that was um, at the Pasig or some Pasig arena. Uh, there you go. Okay, sabi, sabi daw ni Boy, season kung babalik daw yung mobile, balik na rin siya daw sa mobile disco with disco stereo. <laughs> Ayun. You know what? There's a lot of uh, top DJs right now performing on Facebook. I, I, yeah. I get to watch them. Yeah, just... Boyet, Boyet does a Boyet set season. regularly. Yeah, Boyet does a set Boyet. regularly on FB. And on Kumu as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, on Kumu, okay. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll sign up on Kumu. And then, of course, uh, Elvis Costello and the Attractions. Oh, nice one. Uh, my favorite song here is, uh, is Every Time I Write the Book. It's not, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a 12-inch extended remix, but it has... What makes it unique is that it has backing vocals from Aphrodisiac. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> stand out from the album uh, recording. Uh, si Ellie, um, uh, Ellie, si Ellie nag-comment. Tangina, gusto kong, gustong, gusto kong pumunta sa Corinthians, pero I haven't got a stitch to wear. <laughs> <laughs> so required, required talaga yung kakantahin ko talaga, no? <laughs> okay, Rico. Let, okay. Uh, Sorry, this one, another one of my favorite bands, uh, Aztec Camera. Yeah. Of they, they stand <laughs> And of course, uh, Oblivious. Yeah. But this one is uh, deep, wide, and tall. Huh? And of course, the final one, Tenderness. Oh, Tenderness. <laughs> there you go. Uh, general yeah. public. And of course, uh, another favorite, which is in, just in one 12-inch single, is Never You Done That. That's also another mm-hmm. uh, favorite of mine. So there you go. Um, can I go through my other 40? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's, 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 let's ask Toti if he's ready. Okay. Toti, um, are you ready? Calculating. Yeah. Top 10 okay. I just, I just want to say that this is not my top 10 because it's really, it's just really just difficult. That's why I had, I had that panic attack as Audrey would have told you. Because um, my records are, you know, my, my main forte is a lot of indie, post-punk, Things like that, but I also have disco and um, jazz and, and a lot of things. No, also eighties uh, boogie, R and B, uh, funk. So, so it's just so, so too much. So I don't even I haven't even touched on on techno and house, which I have a lot yeah. of because of my rave days. But um, so this is more of just bands, but bands or or even stuff that. From the 80s, um, but not necessarily my top 10. It's really just stuff that I just pulled because uh, just be able to, to do it. So um, this is uh, my Bloody Valentine. Mm. It's the compilation of the mini LP that they had back then. Um, I don't know if you can see, but it's also signed. Wow. So so that's one. Uh man, it's um XTC's Skylarking, mm-hmm. but it's a different cover. It's the the cover that you don't really see at all. It's the one with the pubic hair. Um, with the petals, as opposed to the blue one. Um, again, yeah. this is from yeah. XTC, which is yeah. my favorite band. And I'm sure some of the others might have 
might recognize the name, XTC. Uh, this is uh, Paul Weller um, oh. from The Jam. Uh, yes. When he, this was the first solo album um, after this band, this banding style council and The Jam. Um, this was the, the best ever uh, solo from him, even though he has had so many after. Yun, uh, let's yeah, it's fine. This is um, the wedding present. Um, uh, it's an English band. It's '80s, but these are underground post-punk bands. The small, the 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 real uh, originators of the indie indie sound. So, okay. um, so they are. This is one of my favorite bands as well. The wedding present, David Gedge. So, this is one of their famous albums, George Best for the football player. I'm, I'm uh, just busy taking down all these names. <laughs> and it's a beautiful way to discover music, right? This is uh, David Sylvian, mm. who is the singer of Japan mm. from the 80s. Yes. Um, yes. But it's, uh, I don't know what this is really. It's. A, I think it's a it could be a bootleg or maybe an official, but it's uh, taken from a cassette. But anyway, wow. it's uh, sort of like an ambient um, exploration uh, thing for him. Um, this is Throbbing Gristle's 20 Jazz Funk Greats, and they're not Jazz Funk, as you know. Um, this is an original from back then, so this costs a lot. Uh, but it's been reissued lately, so you can you can buy the reissue. And it's obviously it was released also in different countries. But this. Oh, ako lang ngayon top ten kay kay Totti. Eh. Ala nagfree si Totti. Nakayana ng iyon. There you go. This is, I don't know if you can see, but this is, is it frozen? No, no, you're good. You're good. You're a little frozen lang. Okay. You, you, yeah, you, there, you're moving. You're you moving. can't you're good. see, but this, yeah. You can't see it, but um, this is fire in the sky. This is the godlike genius of Scott Walker. Um I don't know if you're familiar with Scott Walker, but he used to be a 60s uh, sort of an idol. But but then he became really um, very experimental. And his uh, in-between idol and experimental albums are highly sought after. Uh, and this was uh, a compilation made by Julian Koch of The Teardrop Explodes. Oh. So, um, yeah, this is one of my really favorite ones. Um, this is uh, Danger Came Smiling from Ludus, which is um, a post-punk, uh, post-punk band from the, maybe they came out 78 or something. And this is Morrissey's favorite band. So it's one of his inspirations, basically. Before Ludus? He, Sorry, the name, the, the name was Ludus? Yes, Lu- Ludus. 
LEDs. Okay, got it. Yes. This is um, Mark Hollis's uh, solo album from when when he wasn't dead yet. Uh, came out <laughs> 1998. Um, Mark Hollis is the lead singer of Talk Talk. But oh, yes. I don't know if you're familiar with Talk Talk, right? It's, it's my, my life, life. But yeah. the last, my life. Yeah, but the, that's what pe most people here know. But the last two, three albums of Talk Talk were commercial suicides. They were very experimental. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is the continuation of it. Nice. So this is nine. This is uh, Tracy Thorne. Oh, Tracy Sorry, Thorne. Of, uh, is everything but the girl. Of yeah. uh, everything but the girl. Hmm. Um, yes. Tracy Thorne, yeah. Wow. That's yeah, gorgeous. Uh, so, um, also signed. And last is the original canister release of Public Image Limited, which is uh, Johnny Rotten's yeah. <laughs> Sex Pistols band. Um, oh, this the came out. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Oh. Si Diego. And, <laughs> yeah, si Diego. Really, as you can see, originally, the 19, 1979. Oh, there you go. I used to slam. I used to slam dance to PIL, you know, back in the day, and that's that's a fantastic collector's item. <clears throat> so, guys, thank you so much for sharing your top ten. Right now, we've got a few questions from uh, from our viewers. No, um, I'd like to call out uh, the question from Joseph Matthew um, about picture discs. This is a bit technical, na, diba? Um, about picture discs, does it really sound less? Uh, does it sound um, less better? Then regular black vinyls. Um, Totti, uh, maybe you'd want to take that? If it's a picture disc, does it, is it a major difference in sound? Okay. Um, no, initially, initially back in the 80s, when they were first sort of popularized, or at least a lot of them came out, um, they didn't sound that good. Okay, so they were basically, you know, more promotional than, than anything. But um, that has changed uh, because nowadays picture discs sound really good as well. Uh, just like the colored vinyl that's uh, quite very popular right now with a lot of artists. Um, uh, yeah, it, it has vastly improved. So yeah, that was a long, a long time ago when it, it used to sound crap. So now, now the technology has caught up that uh, the picture discs sound just as good in terms of sound quality. Yes. Great. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have another question here from... Wait, let me look for that. There, Benj Orsino. Um, do you have in your collection yung alam yung hindi mahanap basta-basta kung saan? Kung tanongin natin si, si, si Toti niyan, ngumbukas tayo dito kasi 20,000 records yan, right? <laughs> but okay, so so basically, your your most valuable your most valuable vinyl, 
Um, I think Rico, your vinyl is very specific in terms of year, mm. in terms of uh, artist, and of course in terms of version. So, do you have a hard time finding that, um, you know, because it has to suit very specific um, standards to your taste? Uh, whenever I travel, I, I just mm-hmm. discover. I don't research. So let's say, for example, China crisis and Black Man Ray or uh, let's say, for example, um, like Strawberry Switchblade. They have, wherever I go, whether it be Japan or Hong Kong or or the UK or in the US, I don't do research. If I find it, then I just buy it. But Uh, if you're just talking about maybe the most valuable uh, uh, record that I have, I'm still looking for that Shauna dancing 12 inch, but I have the um, seven inch of uh, More to Lose and ah. uh, CD, which I would say is the I'm most go- valuable at the moment for me. I, yes, Tati, you were saying? I will check for you if. No, I will check for Rico if uh, I, my third copy can be sold. For soon. <laughs> That's why when I was asking Rico, so do you have a hard time dancing? Then I realized mentally, I, I thought in my head, well, but he hasn't been to Totti's store yet. So Not yet. <laughs> that's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> that's why. I have to get okay. me a dress. <laughs> oh. naman, um, yes, from yes, Kelvin. Kelvin Milabo. Does it matter to you guys kung remaster siya or original press yung plaka? That's another thing that uh, I admit I don't really look at when I shop for vinyls. I don't look at the grams. I don't look at the, you know, if this is the original press, uh, the remaster, and all that. Um, if I like the band and it just jumps out at me, that's what I buy. But um, I guess for you guys who have, you know, major collections than me, Toti, yeah, you're raising your hand. Go for it. Uh, for me, originally, I really don't like, um, I, don't, I don't like reissues. Um, I'm not, I don't care if it's 180 gram, 140 gram, whatever. Um, I'm not an audiophile. I'm not into the sound system. I'm more into the, you know, the titles, the, the records themselves. So yeah. as much as possible, I try to get the original pressings. Now, um, having said that, there are remasters of certain titles or particular titles that you might want to get because they will probably sound better now than the original. So if if uh, audio, you know, sonic is, is a thing for you, that's when you might want to get it. Or if you're a completist as well. So even if you have this particular album, but you just want to hear the newly remastered version of it, then you buy it. But for me, as long as I have the original, and it's better that I have the original because that has more value, uh, uh, um, I go with with the original pressings. So you have to do. You still have to do your research in terms of uh, what would sound better now. Um, of course, it all goes also into your preference. In that sense, um, like you would prefer the original pressings. But on the modern hi-fi now, it really depends also. That's another topic that we can, we can you know, um, talk about for days. It depends on your home setup. 
um, what you listen to it on. There's another question here for Gold. Um, what what preferred mode of listening do you uh, use? Do you listen to it on headphones? Do you leave it on your stereo? And if so, what is your stereo at home? What do you listen to uh, your records on at home? Um, Rico, let's go to you. Uh, you know what? I'm just like uh, Toti. Um, the sound doesn't really matter. I'm not an audiophile. Okay. So it could just be any any kind of system. Uh, having moved back just uh, having moved back to Manila just last year, and having moved now to um, to to a new home, we're just basically unpacking. Um, <laughs> my wife's speakers. My wife is an audiophile, by the way. Ah, I'm her perfect. total opposite. I can just use an ordinary sound system, like a portable uh, turntable, to listen to my music. But yeah. she she needs speakers. Uh, she has Spendor speakers. She has her own turntable. She just really loves the sound, and my son too. It's so important to them that you know the balance of the treble and the bass. Me, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. So I have only uh, because we haven't really unpacked our whole sound system. I'm just using right now a portable um, a portable turntable. And for me, I'm I'm just really so happy just listening to my records on that portable um, uh, turntable. And yung mga, yung mga briefcase, yung mga satch me the briefcase. Correct. Na, yeah, that's what I use also. Exactly. That's home. what I have right now, a satch me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking to upgrade, but then you know what? I'm, I'm also very happy with just a small like suitcase yeah. type you know, happy na ako doon. Ikaw, hmm. ikaw, congressman, ano yung, ano yung uh, preference mo? Nag-headphones ka ba? Uh, you have a mix, you have two turntables, you, you yeah. have a mixing setup, no? Yes, uh, I, I listen, um, I don't use the headphones to listen to the music, uh, but I use it, of course, when I do mixing. So my setup here is, I, I have a mixer, um, two SL1200s, and just a studio speaker. Uh, that's what I use. Um, I'm also not much into the technical aspect of of of, of sound, um, uh, although I'm a DJ. But uh, I just play the music, and as long as it it sounds good to my ears, I'm fine with it. So it's just a simple setup of uh, studio monitor speakers. Fantastic, Diego, you. What setup you have in my speakers are these monitor ones. Actually, it's for making tracks. Actually, it's a reference speakers for making tracks. Pero busted na yung Twitter na yung sa kaya ako ginawa ng pang, pang sounds, no? Pero, uh, syempre, best with speakers on for me. Um, I only use the headphones if I want to yeah, mix or it's too late to blast the sounds or... Mm. Or if you're dissecting something, some part, I guess the headphones are Okay, cool. All right, uh, we have another question here from Jason Horka. Do you ever buy an extra copy of the album or of your record and never open it and keep it as just a part of your collection? Because there are mga that are the toys yung never remove from box. Do you <laughs> do you guys do that? Um, me now, <laughs> kasi, kasi, because I sell online now, hmm. uh, I keep I, I I try 
when I invest on something, I keep one for myself because favorite ko siya and the other one is for sharing to sell. Parang ganun. Yeah, pero I don't keep it like kunyari may isa akong sealed, may isa akong pangharabas. Parang hindi ganun yung ano. Parang the other Uh-oh. ones to let go. Parang ganun. Oo. Mm. But not all, all the time. Not all the time. Not, not with each album that you have. Hindi ka naman completest na ganun na kailangan ko yung isang like, you know, I know a lot of collectors who will play one and just never open the other one just because he wants to keep a pristine copy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Toti, I'm sure Toti, you do that too, right? In 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 that sense or do you open yeah. all your all, do you open all your stuff? Uh no, the ones that I don't open is if if it's if it's an album that that either I uh, oh, completely overused yeah. then I have an extra one or two or three mm. copies then just for backup or to sell can you hear me? yeah yeah we can hear you we can hear you so Ba- so basically, your your you know what okay. what, so, what yeah. the um, albums yeah, that you I, I open do that. up. Yes. Fantastic. What do you what, what about you, Congressman? Do you do that? May mga extra copies ka pa yan? Wala. Um. Everything I buy, I I open and I use it. Olarin ako tinatago na extra copy. Parang siguro bularin naman kasi sa isip ko yung reselling it or mm-hmm. uh, sell. So I just buy for keeps. Yun sa akin. So I don't have extra copies. And you, Rico? Yeah, same, same like uh, uh, Congressman and Toti. I open, I open all my uh, albums. I open up all my vinyls. I don't buy an extra copy and just keep it sealed. But uh, because I'm also a toy collector, uh, all my toys are all in their in their original packaging. I never take them out of the box. That's what you call N O O B. Not out of the box. <laughs> but then, you know, if we all watch Toy Story, you're actually denying them the pleasure of being played with. That's true. I feel I have a lot of friends who are toy collectors. But guys, you have to release the toys because they should be played with. <laughs> I know. I know. That's, Just like, like McFarlane toys or, yeah. or Funko Pops. Yeah. Unfortunately, we just keep them in the box. <laughs> that's the joy of it. All right, so we're going to go into the rundown now. Where I'm going to ask you like uh, three uh, very simple questions off the top of your head. What uh, what uh, answer would you give? With the first one, bawal yung sagot na show na dancing. basically the question is, what is your holy grail na record? Wow. What is the one record that you've been wanting to get your hands on? As part of your collection, Diego, let's start with you. Isalang, isalang. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Nagsimula ako magdig, and all my friends are. I have friends also who na buboy lang sa ukay nga mag magdig ng records. Parang yung sought after na kumahanap mo ay yung bong penera nga na ano na batokaris sa kalesa. Well, actually, we can kantaan. At uh, alam ko sobrang mahal nung record na yun. And any Bong Penera uh, original uh, albums, um, 
Pero hindi na ako nag-aspire na makukuha ko yun. <laughs> Unless na meron ano, may, may... So actually, kumuha ko ng ratio. Kasi lalabas sa survive ko eh. <laughs> Oo oh, nga, oh, actually. But uh, I cannot spend 40,000 for a record. So if I had 40,000 or 50, I would buy it na lang for like more records na lang, diba? Or whatever. Lahat lang gusto ko, siguro. No, but okay. So, in, in this in this, in this this questioning, money is no object, pare. Ah, ganun ba? You have the money to spend. Yeah, holy grail. Kung, pero, kailangan mo hanapin, tapos ano yung isang record na kailangan na sa collection mo? And that's that's Bong Panera's record. Oh, siguro. Yun, yeah. yun. Siguro. Yeah, happy yun, ako. Yun. Yeah. Ikaw, Congressman Rufi. Ano <laughs> yung holy grail record? Medyo cheesy yung akin, ha? Oh. <laughs> ano, The Promise by uh, When in Rome. Oh. Uh, I have that. Ang, ang, I have that. <laughs> Pero ang, ang hinahanap ko, yung original issue ng 1987. Yes. Na 12-inch remix. Why? Yeah, why? Because it was the first record that my wife bought me. Hindi pa kami married nun. She bought oh. it in the U.S., and I was so proud to show my friends that we already have this record. <laughs> it was my, my then girlfriend, now wife, who bought it for me. So, now yung original ko na yon, na kasama do sa nasira uh, uh, typhoon. During, during that typhoon and we throw it away. So, wala akong, uh, wala, up to now, wala ako nakikita ganun. And if I see one, I would definitely get it. <laughs> Ayan, mag-negotiate na kayo ni Rico. <laughs> oh, and Totti also will check now. Ayan. What about you, Rico? Rico, what's your holy grail record? No, I, have, record? I have copies lying down. Oh, yun. My copy now. Oh, yeah, mag-uusap tayo offline. offline. I think in that in that period of 1983 uh, to 1988, very important records of that uh, of that period from lotus eaters to general public to uh, aztec camera i'm sorry i'm sounding like a broken record uh, jamie siona <laughs> dancing talagang hinahanap ko oh yeah okay uh, so bubulik tayo sa show na dancing toti <laughs> I think Toti can help you guys out with all your hopes and dreams for the Holy Grail yes. record. But okay, so, but, but Toti, what is yours? Actually, actually I can. Ah, I yun. don't have there a you know, Holy Grail, really. Because it's an ongoing thing for me. I mean, eh, eh. Oh, nag-freeze. Nag-freeze. But you guys heard that. Huh? They, he can help you out. Huh? Yes, yes. Every you all week, heard that. Every week, every week you get a new batch of albums? Is that what you're saying? Sorry, nagahangka Toti. Yon, okay. So, babalik. Okay. So, Toti doesn't have a holy grail because this is an ongoing process. Yeah. And, you know, imagine, imagine um, Toti, he couldn't even, he couldn't even pick top 10. He just had to do this because he wanted to play the game. Um, but he can actually help you guys out with all your holy grail. So that's <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I just I just asked for one thing. When you guys go to the shop, can you just message the thread so I can just be there and drool, you know? <laughs> okay. So next next question. Next question. Um, what is the most valuable 
record in your collection right now. Mm. Yan yung record na sentimental, uh, meaning the record that you would never part with, mm. the record that they'll have to pry out of your cold dead hands. And you only have to choose one. Jago, let's start with you. Yeah. Um... Yung hindi mo papahiramin sa ibang DJ, hindi mo man lang ilalabas sa bahay. Well, eto, um, Afro, Afro Tempo sa Martinez. Mm. But uh, actually, when I, when I dug this, I didn't know that it had value until I researched it. Uh, I don't have that much expensive records. So, but this, this one is um, uh, for keeps. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about. Album. I'm not talking about monetary value. Ah. Yung talagang pinaka valuable to you. Kasi mahal na mahal na mahal na mahal ni mo yung record. Hindi pero mahal 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 ko to. Mahal ko to. Ayun. Yun yun <laughs> so, yun yun. Parang ako mahal. Eh. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, from the heart. Ah. I mean, ganun. Pero ito yung because you told me to choose one. So this this one. Yeah. Again, to Afro. Temple Sabu Martinez. Uh, Tot- Totti, let's go to you. Ano yung, ano, what's the one album that, that you will never part with? That they will have to pry out of your cold dead hands? Uh, that, that's, uh, I cannot answer that question <laughs> at all. Because to me, I can never part with my collection period so and i rarely i rarely lend lend records as well so no <laughs> no no zero so that's that's his entire collection yeah, guys zero. zero no sorry not parting with it yeah. uh, no, i mean uh, i mean i can part i can i can lend a few but but as a whole maybe not really Spoken like a true collector. Yeah, it's hard to choose just one, man. Mm. But okay, uh, Rico, let's let's go to you. What's what's well, your I'm, one album? Uh like like uh like Toti, I'm very, 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 very selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I also do not lend my records to anybody. That's why I don't even tell anybody I have a vinyl collection. That's correct. So this 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 interview has exposed me. <laughs> and it will be your fault, Jamie, if I get a lot of calls on if people want to borrow my uh, new wave collection. <laughs> if there's one record that I will not want to part with, uh, which I love really very dearly, uh, that would be Lotus Meters, uh, first picture of you. Right. I really treasure uh, uh, this uh, piece of uh, record. Fantastic. But of course, once we have Shona dancing 12 inch. That will be part. That will be the top, and then Lotus Eaters will be the second. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Uh, Do you have other twelve-inch uh, Lotus Eaters? I yeah. have German Girl, German Girl, and it hurts. <laughs> and it hurts. You, yeah. you don't yeah, need those, someone those. new. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't have that. Yeah, but do you want it now? That's the ah, question. So, yeah. I will listen to it because because I only buy the singles. So I just listen to these three songs. 
Because I know that well, it is a single. In an uh, album, it's a sin. No, it's a sin. It's in that album. It's a sin. Yes. All the yeah. top songs. Yeah. So now, be yeah. careful what you be careful what you wish for because Totti is going to pull it out. Yeah. Say, oh, I will visit Totti you know when he is available. When he is yeah. available. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Congressman? What's your well, one? I'm available. One album. Oh yeah, Dottie's Dottie's available. There you go. He's giving you he's giving you uh, permission. Ikaw congressman. Ano yung, no, no, one, one, album? one album in the in this collection uh, pinaka valuable. I, I would say the Ray Conniff uh, Christmas album. Oh. Kasi hand me down sa akin yun eh ng uh, parents ko and uh, again, masyado akong nostalgic eh no. Uh, yun yung pina-play nila during Christmas when I was a kid. So opening gifts and then uh, uh, yun yung ko. So and it's with me uh, now. Binigay nila. So and nice. that I would say that would be the most valuable there. Yung nice. iba meron na ako mga ibang pinamigay na na records eh. Pero yung yun definitely not. Not even throw it away kahit kung gas-gas na siya. Oh, that's true. That's true because it gets handed down. It's an heirloom. Yeah. Yes. Diba? Yes. Galeng. All right, let's go one for the road. One last question for you guys before uh, we're hitting the two-hour mark already. Wow. Um, what Para advice? 30 minutes what? lang pag Because oh, we're talking about things we love and we're listening to <laughs> the same passions. Eh. Um, okay, so one for the road. What advice would you give to anybody who's just started collecting vinyl today? Uh, Rico, let's go with you. Uh, I would say uh, start off with uh, pre-loved albums. Start off with pre-loved albums. Uh, uh, they're more reasonably priced. And uh, if you buy the remastered or the reissued sealed ones, they're just too expensive, especially if you're uh, on a budget. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll be able to find these pre-loved records in, um, in a lot of these uh, record stores. And just like the other collectors, for me, it's, it's, if, you're, if you're starting out, it would also be nice to buy the the best of the best of let's say Tears for Fears, hmm. um, the best of the Smiths. You know, I mean, pre loved. Start off with that. Don't uh, start off um, uh, buying these expensive records that you know you might regret that you know you're spending too much because these pre loved could cost you about maybe five hundred, six hundred, maybe up to a thousand pesos. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to start out um, in terms of building your collection. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay, Jago, let's go to you. Any advice mo for collectors now? Uh, maganda nga mag-start sa pre-love kasi that's how I started. Um, uh, if you have money once in a while, and the, um, of course, let's say that you have already a player, no? So... Dapat may player ka rin para may enjoy mm. record mo. Kasi kung, may, kung bili ka na ng bili, um, naka-display lang yun, di ba? So, so right. sa, sana maka-acquire ka, hand-me-down, try mo, or, you don't, or yun nga, portable, um, used, go for used uh, players. And then, um, when you're into your collection na, and you've earned some money, you can um, upgrade to speakers and uh, better turntable, like that. Um, and then about buying records, syempre, um, before, parang, I would just buy 
to have volume, alam mo quantity. Uh, pero, um, but, uh, mas okay din yung quality. Yeah. Go, go for quality. Um, so, um, buy the records that you really love, parang ganon. But also, um, have an ear to, to explore. Kasi, that's the best thing about, um, records is, uh, to explore. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jacob. Congressman, let's go with you. Yeah. Um, siguro, to somebody starting a collection, um, ako siguro, ang magiging advice ko, don't go, don't get caught up too much with the technical, the technical aspect. Yun nga, yung number of grams or whatever, no? Unless talagang alam na alam mo na yun. But, first, go for what, what, um, attracts your heart, no? Doon sa music. Um, kasi it's really the, it's all, really all about music. Yeah. Um, th- that's what moves you. And then later on, siguro, pag nag-develop ka na nung, nung uh, 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 taste for the technical aspect, that's the time that you go into it. Kasi baka pagpasok mo pa lang dun sa vinyl collection, tapos caught up ka na masyado dun sa, sa technicals, parang, you know, you, you, got, you started your collection um, not because of the music, but because of the technicals. I don't know how kung tama ba yung nasasabi ko but uh, sa akin kasi I'm, I'm not much into the technicals I'm really into the to the music what's in it uh, yun yun ang yun ang sumasabit sa yun ang yun ang nag kumukuha uh, ng puso ko dun sa sa record yes all right thank you congressman Rufi. and Toti if you have any advice for people who are starting just to collect vinyl now what would you say to them Um, okay. Um, well, first, go with what what you like because uh, obviously you already have your your set of preferences. Um, maybe what you discovered through your your parents or your brother or sister. Um, so yun muna. But but um, have the open mind to explore and to listen to. Other, other, other things and new stuff other than what you're used to. Tama is sinabi ni Diego na obviously you have to buy a turntable. And for starters, you're okay with with the the portables. But I have to remind you that um, if you really want your collection to last, you should upgrade to a little, slightly, you know. Uh, Better equipment, not that's not audiophile levels, but you know mm. there, there's many um, entry level, but not the portable ones because you will damage your records that way because they're not the tone arm isn't really that well balanced, so it might not even have a balance at all, uh, and it's like you know sticking down hard on your on your records, so that's one, and then. Um, yeah, you just start off slowly. It's, it's not. It's not about uh, paramihan. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know I've always been asked, like, uh, yeah, how many records do you have? And then obviously I answer with what I answer. But it's not how how, may, how many you have. It's the what you have inside. It's it's a, what the titles are. Because it yeah. doesn't matter if you have twenty thousand. But I could go to Evangelista and buy. 20,000 Julio Iglesias that, you know, records there and just put it on the wall and it's 20,000. So, um, yes, so there, but, no. but uh, yeah, 
So it's the quality and what the titles are. That's what makes the collection. Um, and so you slowly build on that. And you do that by by knowing what to buy, by starting off. Yeah, it's good that you start off maybe with pre-loved, um, know where you can buy them, reasonable. And then I just have to say that it also depends on the quality uh, because sometimes you, you just think that, okay, I'm, I'm buying pre-loved because it's cheaper, which is fine if you don't have a budget. But the reason why some records are more expensive than the others, even if they're used, is because of the quality. So the condition of the of the record. And that's what you're also paying for. Um, but, you know, if, it, if it's a, a bit scratch and it's more than just hairline, then obviously it's being sold for cheap. So, yeah. But that's a good way to start. Um, and then once you have the budget, then you slowly move up. And um, you have to remember, it hasn't stopped ever. So it's just like when, when during the, the rave, 90s rave days, People assume that um, we used CDs. I never used CDs. It was all That's records. True. It was all underground. It was all house records. So um, my point to that is uh, there are there are thousands of new records, new artists that are putting out records every day. So you can imagine that much music out there, and it's not it's not something that you you might think. Oh well, I'm fifty. I might not be into that anymore. I might not get into it. You'd be surprised because, like, for people who are into, say, new wave, like uh, Rico and Congress, um, there are bands that are sort of the continuation of of mm-hmm. what they sort of left off. You know, there it's not new wave, but it's sort of similar um it's a it's a progression of it mm. so it's like it's like their children you know you'd, you'd be surprised if you, you there's so much out there that you that's mm. really really good to to have as well um i mean not just to listen but to have it in your collection all right that's fantastic like you know guys thank you thank you so much for making the time to join us tonight um, Totti, Diego, Congressman Rufi, thank you so much, Rico. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you so much for joining us tonight and sharing your passion and sharing your collection. And I'm so glad that at least in some small way, um, mm-hmm. you guys are going to get together and yes. discuss uh, albums <laughs> after this. You know, and you know, Jamie, Jamie, yeah. I'm a frustrated spinner DJ, right? Now I have three. Who can teach me? Who can be my mentor? There you go. I'm finally a DJ and a spinner. <laughs> there you go. And I think it's all part and parcel of like, uh, I think not only for our passion for music, but also our passion for sharing music. That's important. And that I think that's what makes a community happen because it's a never-ending cycle of, you know, sharing music, sharing what you're passionate about, sharing what you love. And, you know, it, it comes from the root of, you know, just enjoying it. So I'd like to thank you so much for coming on to On The Rocks tonight. Thank you, Rico. Thank you, thank you. Congressman thank you. Rufi. Thank you, Jacob. Thank, thank you, Totti. Thank you, thank guys, you. please stay safe. Thank you. And thank um, you. when you guys go to Totti's uh, store, can you please like message me? I just want to like hang out. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. I will visit you, Totti. Just tell me when. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Sure, yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen, for our first vinyl night. Address, uh, our wonderful guest. There you go. Perfect. Thank you, guys, and good night. Thank good you. Night. Woo. night. Man, that was fantastic. Um, just you know, it's 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 amazing how a lot of people are very passionate about you know what they're collecting. But I think I'd like to touch on to what you know Diego and Totti specifically said that you know your musical tastes define who you are. We are defined by what we love. Who we love, yes, but also in terms of music, music is such a deeply personal thing um, that runs into your emotions, whether it be nostalgia, whether it be love or or uh, release or or whatever purpose you may have or, or reason you may have for enjoying music. The beauty about it is that music is meant to be shared, and that's why um, I think uh, in terms of a community. Uh, music is so vibrant and ever-changing and ever-growing and so alive because we all love listening to music. And that's what Vinyl Night is all about. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to our first Vinyl Night because we're going to be we're gonna keep on doing this. And if you'd like to contribute or maybe even be on the show to talk about your vinyl collection and discuss your love for vinyl, drop us a line, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And, of course, right now we'd love to hear from our sponsors. Um, just a quick shout-out from Offshore Music. Uh, speaking of vinyl, the Abbey Road Mastered Full Flood 2 LP is still available in some record stores posted on our page. And, of course, Suspiria Pink's new single, Everything, Everything, is available for streaming. And uh, also, uh, Sulos' uh, new single, Pugad Lawin, is also out and streaming right now. So check out this new music from these new groups. They're fantastic. And, uh, man, I can't wait I can't wait to get more music from them because they're currently recording um, new albums. And, of course, um, a special announcement coming out tonight. Uh, our, uh, our friend from Pinkman, si Jiro Alva, is releasing his first solo album called Mula Sa Inyo. He dives into classical territory and displays his virtuosity with the guitar in this all-instrumental album which ranges from Beautiful Condiman to Six String Experimentals, pare. So the Mulasayo album drops this Friday on April 23 on all streaming platforms only from Offshore Music. We'd also like to thank the Misty Mountain Cafe and Buenos Dias Panaderia. Perfect combination. Premium blend coffee and Milo buns and other baked goods. It's the most amazing experience in your mouth, guys. So please support these guys. Follow their Instagram pages. Follow their Facebook pages. And, you know, if you can't order from them because believe me, you will not regret it. And from our friends from Liquor.ph, hey, this summer, Liquor.ph is the spot for all things rum. It's summer, baby, so it's rum. They're giving you up to 50% off for rums from all around the world before you have to ask, hey, why is all the rum gone? Make sure you get yourself a single bottle or bundle of rum from Liquor.ph. This great deal is only good until the end of April, so get yours now. So, thank you for tuning in to On The Rocks. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our first vinyl night. We're going to be doing this once a month. So, um, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, hopefully, you get to uh, ask you about your passion for vinyl, for records, for music. Now, this is Jamie Wilson reminding you to please keep on rocking, keep on rolling. And if all else fails, let the music keep you going. And if you find that your life is a little shaken or stirred, a little mixed up, or on the rocks, what matters most is that you take your shot. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers and good night.
On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you.